0: Venture Anything Jeanette Barnes brings you insights from people behind the news and people like you Now, Venture Anything
1: Welcome to Venture Anything It's hurricane season and today we're talking with a man on hurricane patrol Dr. Wendell Brown is a professor in the School for Marine Science and Technology at UMass Dartmouth Welcome Thank you Thank you uh, in August, Dr. Brown and his team deployed a torpedo-shaped unmanned vessel called an Ocean Glider, just west of Martha's Vineyard, to take a variety of measurements between here and New Jersey. Could you tell us a little bit about the glider and what it does?
0: Uh, an Ocean Glider uh, is a battery-powered, battery, po- battery computer-controlled, autonomous, uh, it it has wings and is buoyancy controlled, which means, which means it uh, sucks in a little water through its nose and makes it heavier, heavier than the surrounding water. Uh, if if it didn't have wings, it would just sink to the bottom. And but because it has wings, it it glides at an angle toward the toward the uh, seafloor, and upon encountering the seafloor, which it does acoustically, uh, it pushes that water out and makes it lighter, and it it glides upwards. And so, it what I'm describing is uh, the way the glider moves around the ocean is this sawtooth through the ocean at a blazing speed of a half-mile an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: what kinds of measurements is it taking?
0: uh, It takes uh, physical measurements, uh, temperature, uh, actually water conductivity, which we convert to salinity and density, water density. But it also has a package of optical instruments that uh, sense uh, the backscatter by sending out light uh, into the surrounding water and measuring the the backscatter. Uh, It also measures uh, a proxy for chlorophyll, which is a property of, uh, of course, A property of uh, the uh, phytoplankton, which live in the water, and so it, and it usually usually has usually has a measures uh, oxygen, but uh, in this particular case, uh, it doesn't have an oxygen oxygen sensor on board because uh, we had to load the glider with so many batteries so that it could last uh, throughout the hurricane season which is about 90 days until the end of october Uh, so we're not measuring oxygen which we normally do
1: okay and i i believe you said the glider surfaces every three hours is that right
0: it uh sawtooths through the water and completes probably uh, ten cycles of ten teeth of the sawtooth uh... and surfaces every three hours and uh... connects with uh, a constellation of satellites called iridium and it uh, beams its information uh... the measurements and engineering diagnostics uh, t- to the satellites uh, and that particular uh, information is downloaded to our command central at, in New Brunswick, New Jersey at Rutgers University.
1: So could you talk a little bit about um, if a hurricane is headed to the northeast how does this information help predict how the hurricane will behave?
0: The, uh, it, this particular uh, mission uh, in which we've uh, deployed our glider w- that we call Blue for Blue Whale. We, we had hoped to uh, have a fleet of gliders out of New Bedford that uh, would have names of different whales. Uh, so far, we only have one, and it's called Blue. And its, it's mission is one of... Uh, Half a dozen missions uh, s- stretched up and, and down the coast from uh, to the Caribbean. Now uh, uh, we call we call this uh, configuration a picket line for measuring the ocean uh, in the potential pathway for hurricanes, and and that's uh, that's the reason it's. Uh, its mission is uh, cycling uh, in southern New England, uh, off the coast. Actu- actually, we go about. Um, we have deployed it uh, in uh, off of Martha's Vineyard, west of Martha's Vineyard, and its first leg is takes it to the edge of the ocean, which uh, we def- which I define as uh, the place where The relatively shallow continental shelf uh, plunges plunges, uh, deep into the deep ocean, actually. So it goes about 100 miles out to that edge of the ocean and and then uh, triangulates back to our deployment spot, where we'll pick it up uh, at the end of October, something like that.
1: That'll be off Martha's Vineyard, also. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: We 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 uh, just to comment uh, on how we we take the RV Lucky Lady out of Fairhaven, uh, which is a fifty foot uh, former fishing boat, uh, at out to the, the deployment spot and uh, recover recover the um, glider.
1: Now, when Hurricane Irene was coming up the coast, uh, ocean temperature played kind of an important role, right? Yes. Is that something that um, influenced your work?
0: The reason the reason this particular mission is funded uh, by NOAA, IUS, the Integrated Ocean Observing System part of IUS, of uh, NOAA, uh, is because of the measurements that were made in by rutgers in 2011 uh, uh, under uh, uh, under the in the ocean uh, un, under the pathway of irene which was scheduled to or forecast forecast to inundate new york city and it turns out that the action of the hurricane and the circumstances of the ocean uh, brought cold water to the surface. Uh, this cold water lurks below the warm surface layer all all summer and between Cape Cod and Cape Cod- Hatteras. But th- these measurements in 2011 uh, me- verified that the the Cold water came to the surface and dampened Irene's spirits. And so, so the by the time it, it, it reached New York City, its intensity was less than forecast. And uh, that convinced the powers to be that uh, having gliders in the water was important a part of the national effort to uh, forecast hurricanes.
1: And the cool water came up just because of the churning of the hurricane wind? Or
0: it, it, it's a little complicated, but uh, that the, the, the point is uh, the, the winds of the hurricane and the waves that are generated by the hurricane. The hurricane is moving forward, and it the waves are running out ahead. And uh, Irene uh, generated uh, particularly large waves, and that 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 element that element of the ocean uh, helped helped to mix this colder water to the surface, and so the the point the point being uh, knowing knowing the ocean uh, is important and uh, the National Weather Service uh, has models uh, running continuously for forecasting the weather the National Hurricane Center has their own forecast com- computer simulations of the ocean running continuously and any sort of uh, information they get uh, concerning the ocean in a timely way, um, in real time, every three hours, um, is, uh, is starting to become a valuable part of their approach to forecasting hurricanes.
1: Uh, and this project is a NOAA project, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. They're funding it, is that right?
0: They they are uh, this this is special funding for this particular this particular mission, uh, but uh, the NOAA has been funding the development of the mid the Mid-Atlantic Regional Association Ocean Observing System, Maracuse, for about 10 years, and so. We are we're part of that implementation, and uh, we run gliders as part of that our participation in that uh, funded effort that is uh, led by uh, researchers at uh, Rutgers University. But we're an important uh, player uh, in our in our region. This particular Maracus uh, has responsibility for uh, observing the ocean between uh, Cape Cod and Cape Hatteras, out to the edge of the ocean.
1: How many people at S-MAST are working on this project? Uh,
0: We have a small group. Uh, uh, I have a, a research associate. Who also is a PhD student, Rich Arena, and Kate uh, Cape Trombley, Cape who you know, um, is, uh, is a uh, master's degree student and an a avid ocean observer. And so they're both multi-talented people and we're able to uh, run our Run our responsibilities um, well because of their their multiple hats that they wear, and they take they take care of the day-to-day comings and goings that uh, we have.
1: Can you tell me a, a little bit about what it's like to launch the glider? Um, you take it on a is that a, a fishing vessel, former fishing vessel, or is it a recreational vessel? It's
0: the. The lucky lady was a former fishing vessel. Okay. It's it's rumored that uh, it was it was part of the uh, confiscation uh, of, by the Coast Guard for uh, drug dealing, but uh, that's a rumor only. Uh, it, the, the, the bottom line is that uh, UMass Dar- Dartmouth has that boat, and they've had it for 25 years, and it uh, serves as... Uh, particularly, a, a good uh, a good boat for our our kind of operation, in which we uh, we board the boat um, usually, usually at, at around seven in the morning, and uh, load the glider, of course, and usually it takes uh, two hours to get to west of our deployment spot, west of. Uh, west of Martha's Vineyard, and we we plunk the water. Uh, we <laughs> plunk the glider into the water, and do it. Do some pl- preliminary tests to make it uh, make sure it's flying properly, and uh, then we send it on its way. And we come back and well, we don't celebrate at that point. We, we celebrate when it when it's recovered. Uh, which we expect to be able to do in the end of October.
1: How many times have you deployed a glider for this project?
0: This is uh, mission ten for uh, Glider Blue, and so we've we've done a, a couple. Well, we've done ten missions. It's starting to get old. Uh, it it has it has uh, cycled. Uh, Sixty thousand times in those ten missions.
1: What does cycle mean?
0: Uh, sawtooths. Oh. Mm-hmm. Down and up, and each each time the a piston inside the glider pushes the water out, or sucks it in, and that's that's the principle. That's the principal action on the glider. It's. Really, very, very calm uh, normally, but uh, those sixty thousand cycles of would wear wear out the parts. Is that's so
1: like mileage on a car? Like you, eventually, you may need a new one.
0: You, you're right. Uh, <laughs> you can fix you can fix the brakes, and we could we could replace the um, we could replace the buoyancy up. Operation uh, in the glider, but uh, the the people that uh, make the glider, uh, Teledyne Web Research on Cape Cod, uh, they're they're pressing they're pressing me to uh, buy the next model, which is not too different than uh, my Honda dea- dealer that is. Uh, pressing me to buy the next model.
1: Mm-hmm. So, is it necessary? <laughs>
0: uh, it, it probably is necessary. Uh, the, um, the 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 new model has uh, more capability, and because of our success uh, in in actually deploying and uh, s- successfully. Um, more or less uh, successfully for 10 missions, we expect that uh, they'll be expecting more of us, more of the glider, making more measurements. For example, uh, on one of our missions uh, we had an acoustic listening device uh, listening for fish that were uh, running around in the ocean with Uh, acoustic beepers, and uh, so that's become an important aspect of the modern uh, glider patrol, for example. One of the uh, researchers at the University of Delaware uh, tracks sturgeon uh, acoustically, and so uh, to uh, certainly Successfully, and so we expect uh, them. Uh, we expect them to ask more of us. Uh, for example, uh, this is our longest mission. Our, usually, our missions are the nine missions before were uh, about 20 days, and so they've they've uh, tasked us to. Go out for the hurricane season, and and that's the reason we're out for 90 days this time. And so, that that would uh, that would be enabled. the the future expectation would be enabled uh, with a, a, a newer model glider, which which costs about 150 thousand dollars.
1: Uh Uh-huh, okay. Uh, And so going out for much longer, you know, um, not just just a little bit longer, did you have to change the battery capacity of it, or...?
0: Right now, right now, we've uh, switched alkaline batteries, which everybody uses, for all their devices. for lithium batteries, which people are starting to use for the longer term, uh, for example, uh, uh, fire fire uh, alarms in their houses. Uh, so we've we've packed uh, 90, 90 days worth of energy in lithium in the in the form of lithium batteries into this glider uh, for the first time, actually. And so we uh, the the goal is to uh, replace those batteries with rechargeable lithium batteries. But that technology is a little bit uh, uh, not ready to uh, be, to be used yet.
1: So can you talk a little bit more broadly about how you would like to see this uh, research used down the road?
0: The, one, one of the uh, one of the dual benefits of this particular mission, the mission that blue is on now, is not only is it it measuring the ocean uh, properties, but it also is mapping out mapping out what we call the cold pool, which is a, a layer of water below the uh, the warm sur- surface layer that's warmed up by the sun during the summer. Uh, the cold pool is remnant winter water, and it we have a we have a cold pool that stretches from Cape Cod to Cape Hatteras, and it affects and it's an important habitat for the fisheries, all sorts of fisheries like the uh, scallops and the migrating fisheries that uh, come up from the south and go back down south. And my, my particular interest is to uh, make measurements of the cold pool uh, and thereby uh, enable our, our computer simulators. Uh, our computer ocean simulators uh, to uh, do more accurate forecasts of the cold pool. the The goal, the goal in that particular line of research, is to be able to forecast better where the cold water is uh, uh, for fisheries management, for example. Uh, not only, not only hurricane management. So, it's uh, it's a, a a dual purpose data that uh, we measure the using the um, using the glider.
1: Very good. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you.